why they say um, that relationships or like why some people in the industry will say like, oh, I don't want to date someone that's in the industry. I don't want to date someone that's in the same profession as me mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, what have you, because if that's how you communicate, um, if that's how you express yourself and if there ever becomes like a disconnect and you might need like a new energy right a new way of communicating a new way of you know moving past an issue that maybe you like aren't equipped you know to do so i don't know really where i'm going with this, this <laughs> no, I, I, I get you, you know, I know what you mean. um it's there's this concept of like being equally yoked mm-hmm. right and what that looks like for different people mm-hmm. you know makes for what the relationship you know blossoms to be you know, and how those individuals communicate is a reflection of the energy that's fostered from the yeah. union of those two people. Communication is key in, like, all relationships, like, mm. whatever's involved, like, work relationships, anything. Like, it, it's just important to know what people are thinking, and it's yeah. important to say what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that don't always got to be <laughs> met with with aggression. Yeah. People be thinking just because you give an opinion that yeah. like like you and especially being black, yeah. Yeah. I, I could I could imagine like and and then like because there's already like like a slight complexity like as a black man, but then like add the fact of being a woman on that, and it's like, all right, well, am I even allowed to get mad? Like, because then you instantly jump to like, oh, of course you're gonna get mad. You the black person here, like you, y'all get mad, right? <laughs> Y'all get animated. You go. You you gonna yeah, people be deciding to use slang and shit around you and stuff like and that. I had to quit a job because of that. It's like, bro, like you asking me about rap. You don't listen to rap. Yo, I'm not insane, yo ass. Like not listening to rap, and then you go, like somebody tried to like, like come up to me and tell me that they was like like related to like. Some somebody I didn't fucking know in in rap like some somebody that they they thought they that I would know. Know who they are? And, and like yeah. this thing, I don't care. The worst for me is the forest ebonics. I was just about to say that like oh, you know, know when know. somebody. Wait a minute. Like, no damn well you don't talk like this. To your, I don't take no stuff. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Excuse me. <laughs> and it's so crazy when you notice that someone's obviously talking to you way different than how mm-hmm. like especially yeah. when you're at work when somebody's talking to you as a black person differently than they seeing, talk to the seeing them switches seeing them switches weird oh my gosh like it, i know damn well you didn't just come over here thinking that you need to adjust how you talk like why would to you fit in with me or that i could understand you or some shit it's so weird and also it, it's it makes me even more uncomfortable when i already come in speaking well and then I met with a white person who's speaking how they probably think I maybe grew up being spoken mm-hmm. to or talking mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. no, like me and my people speak full English, sir. Like, <laughs> like no. A lot of times you're going to be the first like black person that some of these people meet and they think that Honestly. like it's like a foreign animal. It's like, yeah. all right, this is how you talk to black people. Yeah. I saw Malibu's most wanted. I figured this out. <laughs> I adjust my walk a little bit, you, you know, know like, how you how you fit in, act real niggardly, <laughs> or however them them folk be acting, you you know, mm-hmm. and completely miss the fact that that like I'm just regular ass human. Mm-hmm. 
to me like a regular human. Yeah. Like, I've definitely had somebody, like, come up to me, like, at the airport. And they was asking oh, me, God. like, for what gate. And then, like, I started telling them. And the first thing that they said was, oh, you speak well. <laughs> I was like, bro, what yeah, the fuck? I've, I've heard that a lot. Like, what? So you asked, you came to me asking <laughs> me for help. And you going to tell me I speak well? Excuse me? The fuck? You're not listening. You're not listening to what I'm telling you to do. You must have just wanted to experiment to what it yeah. what it's like to talk to a black person. I was interviewing for I was in high school and I was interviewing for like a scholarship or something like that. And there was like three white men and then my teacher. And um they were asking me questions, I was answering them and they were like, You speak very well. How else the fuck? You don't say that to everybody. You don't, you don't say that to everybody. And then the fact that I'm black and we in San Bernardino don't make it no better. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Are you allowed to tell me that as if English ain't my first language? Thank you. You, you can you can me also well. being from America like you cannot say that sentence to me. You speak well. Like I guess I can see the other side of that because people I guess don't really. Sometimes people don't be speaking well. Yeah. Like, but then, like, don't. I don't, I don't owe it to you at all. As, as a human, at any, all I owe you is a response. Literally, and if you can't I control am, how I give that response. Like, if I am speaking, like, I guess clear enough, mm -hmm. or if I'm using the correct English terms in a certain type of sentence, mm -hmm. okay, like, you should expect this, being that we're clearly both from here, like, right? And if I come in with less than that, you understand what the fuck I'm saying either way. So, like, I don't you know. You know your ass watch TV. Yeah. You came, you came over, because, cause like, the funny thing about it is, is, like, everyone hates black people, but then everyone loves to be entertained by black yeah. people. And black people are expected to provide, like, the art, the entertainment, yeah. the make us laugh, do the dance, do the all this stuff. But then when it comes to, like, giving us like actual ability to do stuff mm -hmm. it's like no 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 get get put on another show do yeah. do, do like, something no, you can't have this one right yeah. do something for us to look at yeah you, you're not you're not really really that you know so maybe from that perspective you're gonna always be impressed mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. if a black person do something different yeah. like oh you wearing a suit Y'all got those? Yeah. I didn't even know they made those for people like you. You were able to go into that? They let you in there? They let you buy that with your money? Oh, my God. Y'all use the same money as us? <laughs> I was going to say, I started what? turning the question back, you know, on them. So if someone says, oh, you speak so-and-so for it, you know, I'll say, for what? For who? Mm. I'm like, what do you mean by that? And, you know, <laughs> when you put the mirror back on the person, then it's like they have to deal mm -hmm. with the fact internally in that split second, okay? Yeah, like, oh, I'm the ugly yeah. one. Okay. It's oh, like, so, I, so you know right. I processed what you said. Exactly. And, and, now, and you then, know. you know, usually that'll, like, shut it down because it's like, oh, you know, mm -hmm. no one wants to come out right and say, oh, what I just said, you know, was tension with racism but it might they, have been a little bigoted right. right but then they jump to like okay well you you no need to get aggressive exactly yeah. <laughs> question, right? and you'll be talking to them is this common spot what do you mean it's really interesting <laughs> to see you know and this is why i love psychology mm -hmm. why i love studying psychology mm -hmm. in college when you 
dealing with racism is really interesting. Because yeah. mm-hmm. when you put the person who, you know, is spewing the racism in a position where they have to own up to it, that's where, you know, the manipulative, like, mind tricks start to come into play, right? It's right. like, oh, well, how can I flip this back to make it so that, like, I'm now the victim mm-hmm. for having been called out on something that I wasn't trying to be, in this case, you know, racist, right? And then how do I put it back on, you know, the person? But it's like, yo, like, <laughs> yeah, you see what you just did there? And when you like get them with that, then it's just like Whoa. they don't—they don't know how to react. Yeah, they don't know and how to react. I—I I, I love like in that situation, like, cause like I—I I, I won't do that, but I'll—I'll I'll point out like the pleasure that they're getting mm-hmm. from it. You—you yeah. you know, so so it's like, oh, did you like? Did you enjoy saying that? like? What did you think would would what 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 did you expect to get out of that? Mm-hmm. You know, and like a lot of times people don't know they what know. to say. They thought it would be clever to say or some some shit like that. And it's like, are they going to admit that? And, you know, they just parroted it. Right. (laughs) A lot of times people don't know what the fuck they saying. I'm mad at you. I'm going to say something. I hope that it makes you mad at me. Then I can record it and tell the police. (laughs) It sucks to always have that like held over you. Mm-hmm. At any point in time, you get too upset, like somebody could just record and, and like call the police, and they more than likely gonna believe the person yeah. that's lighter skinned. I, I mean, I haven't been in that situation, but I think even with situations like that, this might be like a whole different thing. But I, I mean, don't we like way off the path. Hell yeah, <laughs> let's get it. Like, I think. I just don't put myself in that mindset of like, um, like trouble with police and mm-hmm. like, oh, what if I get pulled over? Like, like with the whole COVID thing, I was like, oh, y'all over there in COVID world, I'm chilling. Like, mm-hmm. COVID does not exist. Yeah. In, it's like we was already inside. Like, I was, I've been chilling. I was there. already <laughs> in a bubble, not doing nothing. So, and so then I like, now it's okay to like, not do nothing and be in a bubble. Welcome what? to the club. Oh, I could possibly get paid. Right. Not doing that. Right. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. And people's, oh, you need to wear your mask so that you won't get sick. From what? From something that doesn't exist in If it doesn't exist, it, it shouldn't have any, it doesn't have any rain over your life. So that just makes me realize how much trouble people voluntarily put their, put themselves in, like, sicknesses and diseases and stuff like that like even just certain types of conflict you know walking into a space expecting something um negative to to be said or to happen anything like that like Mm -hmm. expecting in general is really that energy like setting that energy yeah that opens the door for you to walk walk into that like a lot of people forget right a lot of people forget that like Stress is one of the worst sicknesses ever. Mm-hmm. You know, stress can kill. Stress can create other problems. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, but people, you know, people pick apart different things to to fit whatever narrative they they want. Mm-hmm. You know, like you could have debates with people about like the like 
no matter what topic like like you on like it is it, just that there's always stuff that people not factoring in like there's always truths and like facts mm-hmm. that like all right if it don't fit my initial narrative i'm not gonna mention that you yeah. know we're not gonna talk about that like we gonna push this and push this because this fit what i needed to fit mm-hmm. you know and that's really unfortunate that like especially these past few years before covid too like we've it's just been super apparent that there are agendas mm-hmm. constantly being pushed like mm-hmm. for better or for worse there's always an end goal that somebody's trying to get, you know mm-hmm. but yeah <clears throat> you mentioned stress. 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 And I just want to say, too, uh, it was really helpful for me to start asking myself a simple question in stressful situations. That is, so what? Yeah. If there's a situation exactly. that comes up that, you know, is starting to stress me, I say, so what? If I could fix it, I fix it. If I can't, so what? That's so crazy. Let it go. You said that. I really be saying to my own, who gives a fuck? And that helps me. It's <laughs> so crazy how much that would help. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? And then I just continue on. Oh, you're right. Who does? I that? I couldn't I couldn't do that until like like you, you know like I have a son uh, um, and like seeing him, um, like do stuff, like I I, I like I, I'll see him get mad about something. And then, like, from my perspective, it would be like, well, that, that's stupid. And then I'll tell them that. <laughs> like, but I won't tell them it, it's stupid, but, like, I'll, I'll laugh. You know, like, I'll, I'll say it's funny, and then I'll tell them why I think it's funny. And then, like, I'll obviously give the context. I think I've of, seen like, you yeah. do that with him once. And it, it's, it's, it's just, like, that's really helped me because it's, like, like, at the end of the day, like, if something doesn't go my way, like, I, I'll really, like, sit there and think, I was really about to be here mad that I didn't get my way. Mm-hmm. That's dumb. <laughs> That's so stupid. And then, like, how are you going to fix it if you just mad? You just yeah. mad and you're this <laughs> It's not going to change. So you might as well, like, while you have zero control or anything, you might as well choose what makes you feel better. Like, That's the only way to actually feel better yeah. is to feel better. And also, I was just telling someone about this the other day, and it's been like a subject I've been very interested in for a very long time, broken heart syndrome, mm. real ass thing. Like, it happens, of course, like during stressful situations, um, or even when you are suffering through a literal like heartbreak your heart literally breaks like there are tendons that hold yeah. your heart together didn't know that i could i could i could see why yeah <laughs> I could so like pain, whenever you get pain stressed hurts out in and, many levels yeah like like stressed out or sad heart heartbroken and stuff like mm-hmm. that if it's enough to 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 affect like your nervous system your heart muscles weaken and eventually they break off mm-hmm. and that's how a lot of um like older people whose partners have died have died from broken heart syndrome there, mm-hmm. i think there was like one president or i can see how that something uh, i don't i don't i don't know how, how i would be able to live in a situation like mm-hmm. yeah. like know, if your like, partner yeah like it, it's, yeah you've been with somebody for years yeah. and then it's like and now you're mm-hmm. not here and not only are you like y'all ain't break up 
like no, like everything they planned. not They're there. Not here. The, yeah. the and you got to live with every space yeah. that they used to be. I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. When I was a CNA, years this is years ago, but um, I worked in Gardena, and uh, it was the same convalescent home that my grandfather spent his last days in. So when I was there, it was like that special. Yeah, and on a certain level, it was sort of like um, I was able to give back, you know, in a way that I had hoped, you know, the nurses gave to you gave back to my grandfather when he was there. So that was a that was a really cool experience. But I did have a lot of patients whose significant others, life partners, had passed, and I tell you, you could definitely see a difference um, in in their spirit. You know, between or versus the, you know, patients who were there with their partner, who had you know a partner that would come and visit them, to have your partner just yeah here on this when, plane physically right when you when you're in a a, a relationship like I feel like each each person like the, especially if you're intimate with somebody you're like you. are like soul work yeah you, you know it's like you're like your workouts <laughs> right like <laughs> a, after after that point it, it's like y'all are kind of forever connected yeah. in, a, in a in a certain in a certain way and then like after years and years with mm-hmm. this person and and all these like the the energy and like the frequency of of like memories and and yeah. stuff like it doesn't dissipate right like or or it i feel like if it dissipates it dissipates Mm -hmm. extremely slow like everything Mm -hmm. has an echo right so like for i feel like painful memories Mm -hmm. they move way slower than like positive memories or anything Mm -hmm. like that so like it takes a while for it to you know leave your external aura or whatever Mm-hmm. you know um and mm-hmm. i feel like that's why like and then the fact that every time you and this is kind of off topic but every time you meet a person it's like you're adding in their life of, of that you know and that's forever attached to yeah. to your sphere around mm-hmm. you, you you know uh even yeah, crazier when you understand that you attract literally like we're walking human magnets mm-hmm. like you literally attract everything that's inside of you already mm-hmm. and even like back to what you were saying like being with this person all of your life and then to just not have them like you're basically losing like a like your second self to yeah. a certain extent mm-hmm. and maybe people don't feel that way but that i feel like that definitely adds on to like that pain and that heartbreak you know that people experience like whether your partner has died which i have never experienced i'm praying i don't experience yeah, that's, I, that's one of them like, pains you don't want to feel yeah no and like that. whether it's that situation or just like you know like a breakup or you know you just yeah. not speaking to a person that you love whether it's like romantic partner friend whatever you know um because you do intertwine a lot, a lot more than you probably think. So then to have this broken off of you is like, yeah, that doesn't make me comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
May I ask you a question? What's your sign? I'm a Libra. What's your sign? I was gonna say, wait a minute, I was gonna ask you if you were a Taurus because I got, I got Venusian uh, energy. I'm a Taurus. Oh. And Venus is our really Yeah. Good. I'm a none of those. Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a water baby. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But yeah. Oh, uh, both of them water signs? You're a water sign. You're okay. a water sign. I'm an earth sign. You're air. I'm air, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know nothing about where the, where the signs be. <laughs> I have a Gemini what, rising, What though. the signs okay. like. And I got a Leo Mars. Leo Mars, okay. I got all that in my phone somewhere. You said what? I got all that in my phone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. I'm a Scorpio rising. Oh. Yes. Wow. Definitely feel that scorpionic energy too. Scorpionic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, is, what does that mean? So, when, like the rising thing, what, what does that mean? The, the rising things you put on, like how. It's, it's like, like your first impression. Yeah. How people mm-hmm. perceive you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look rising. into it more and get like a better. Yeah. I've always yeah. wanted to learn more about it. It's just like. So. Oh, I have a Cancer moon. Okay. So. She yeah, be, the moon. Yeah. yeah, Cancer Moon be fucking me up. <laughs> I can see that, yeah, because the moon is Cancer's ruling planet, ruling oh celestial body, mm. right? So my moon is an Aquarius, uh-huh. which is it be fucking me up too, because Aquarius is, um, it doesn't really deal with emotion in the way mm-hmm. that people normally do, and you know the moon placement is your emotional body. Yeah. Mm. So I've been told that's like a Spock placement. <laughs> like to have an Aquarius moon because we rationalize our emotions yeah. before we feel them. Uh, and I've been yeah. trying to really get on that wave, but Jesus, like, man, it would be easier. I feel like it would be easier if I didn't have a water moon because, you know, I'm a Gemini rising, Libra sun, and I feel like those, they can balance each other out, and then the Cancer moon just be like, Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all doing out here? Like, nobody invited you. Like, go sit down. Don't nobody feel like crying. Crash the party. Like, you know, so I, I have to really just, like, sit and just, that's where meditation comes in. I just have to really just sit and be like, okay, that's where I, like, really sort my thoughts out and put them into different folders, you know, because if I don't, I'll be crying over the paper falling from the sky. Like, why did it have to fall like that on the floor? You deserve somebody to catch you. Hey, when, when something wrong, everything wrong. Like, I, I definitely feel, and then I'll just be mad at stupid shit. Oh, my God. And then it's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to just, just fuck the whole day. I'm, I'm just going to sleep. <laughs> experience before and then I just started you know accepting parts of the day like dividing the day into sections you know something happened bad earlier in my morning I'm like you know what a new chapter of the day I got the afternoon to look forward to I have the evening the night to look forward to this shit happened at nine I'm not gonna let this bother me by 11 I got shit to do and keeping my brain busy is what helps me to stay out of um latching on to feelings and just letting shit just be what it is like I have to do something Mm -hmm. just yeah like I think with like my last romantic disappointment I was like you know what last time I went through something like this I was depressed as shit 
didn't want to cook for myself. Yeah, if you're going through that and, like, and somebody's self-care. making that happen. Yeah, nah. Like, self-care felt like a fucking chore. I'm not doing this shit again. I'm finna go to the gym and I'm finna grow this ass and I'm finna make niggas mad because you're not finna have me crying. I'm finna have you crying this summer when you see me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just, like little things like that. And it's really less about the person and more about you. Like, I like putting in this this activity for myself is going to increase my overall health, like mentally, physically, spiritually. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It's a reclamation of power. For sure. Yeah, when you can step into that self-care mode after a traumatic experience and say, you know what, this really, you know, crappy thing happened. This really shrappy thing. (laughs) 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 I'm about to get swole on these niggas. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. I'm going to get so swole. I swear, I'm gonna be the most swole person you've ever seen. <laughs> and probably, you know, one of the best things we can do with that energy is give it back to self. Right? right yeah. I just didn't want to, like, I've, I've been through that before where, like, you've, I've been so heartbroken and so sad over somebody. Like, I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk to anyone if it's not them hitting my phone to have a conversation. Like, I'm not going through that again. What? What? Yeah, no, Hell no. Nah. That's a really messed up place to be. It sucks. And then when you when you see yourself in it, it's like yeah. I'm so disappointed in you, but Man. then like I'm doing it. Yeah. I can't yeah. see you in. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, in a way, that makes those experiences necessary. Yeah. You know, for that growth. You gotta grow. Passage, yeah. Have that heartbreak that you wouldn't know where to go after. Exactly. And you right. know that no matter what, you can build yourself up from that again. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also know. Okay, okay, you, you can, can start to see the signs. Well, if I do this, and that, that might lead me down a path that might lead to this, you know, without thinking about it too much, but you can sort of see patterns, you know, in your own behavior, right? You could right. notice how you're feeling and sort of like uh, take that and measure it against how you felt before in a previous situation and sort of like gauge. And I believe that, you know, your intuition is always going to tell you what's best. Um, Very true. So in any case, you know, listening to your body, sometimes, you know, it's, I feel like I'm like in grind mode and I'm going, 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 but I forget to eat. And my body be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know you have to like go and, you know, paint this house or go to this meeting, but you need to eat first. Like, I know you're going to feed me. Right? Your body will tell you when it's time to get back into the gym. Your body will tell you when it's time to even fast and purge your body too. That's also a really important part of any like self-care regimen, I think, is keeping your GI tract, you know, mm-hmm. open and, and, you know, but um, yeah, very, self-care. Very true. Self-care is important. Yeah, self-care is self-love. People definitely don't be making time for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person, uh, like, I, I talked to somebody this morning and like, I was telling them that I barely sleep. Like I don't, I don't really sleep because I, I high key be in mad when I fall asleep. It's like I could have did something. <laughs> and it's like, dang, you fell asleep. Get it together. Like wake your bitch ass up. Uh, but they, they was just like, you gotta make sure that you sleep. Like that, that's like equally just as bad. You know, like for you to be putting yourself through that. Like you know, like. Definitely. I'd be happy to talk myself into that as well. Like, 
<laughs> I had a day where I I call it detailing, where like you know I washed my car and really like like didn't. That's a that's a good good way to put it. You you actually talking about car detailing? Oh no 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 no. You talking about like life? Like like what I did with my car and like with my day that entire okay. day and then ended up at the end of the day like I didn't do shit all day long. Mm. Like bitch, you need to go to sleep. I just washed my car, cleaned it, and then cleaned the the damn console. I wiped down the dash. Like my car was, you know what I'm saying. Mm. And then on top of that, I washed my clothes. Folded and hung them bitches up. Like that's a lot of work. That's 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 work. That's necessary work to to get you like to get, you know get your environment how you want it. When you said detailing, I was kind of thinking like I can't help but think of stuff like from a rap perspective. So like when you said detailing, I thought like you was referencing a car, but you was talking about like your like you you like detailing like oh. your your life and like i'm I'm a clean oh. I'm, a, I'm a figure this out yeah. and then dude like it was just a day that i'm gonna I'm a do like detailing mm-hmm. um you know yeah I, that's I thought that was what what you meant I'm a, that's poetic that's a <laughs> that's a good idea <laughs> i might have to do something with that you're doing it you just you know just physically instead of you know actually yeah. okay like that that kind of goes into the concept of like like as above so below like mm-hmm. t- to me like every every action is the same action at scale. Mm-hmm. So like if you if you did that same um, like the same amount of things the same checklist that you would do for a car, same exact things to every other thing. Yep. It it always applies to to everything. Um, and thinking about stuff like that kind of helps me like process or or like be okay with a lot of things because it's like all right if you figure this thing out and you can survive this thing yeah. you can probably get through any scale of that yeah you know now do you want to that's a different thing but you can yeah you know like at least you know you have what it takes to get through right all that and then as an artist that's more material you have to go through pros and cons. And I think too, like as a human being, but especially as an artist, one of the most profound things that you can do in, is finding your process mm-hmm. and how you best make things happen in your world, in your life. And once you find like how you sort of like, uh, just like just move through the world like how do you how like to what extent do you order your life right um and this is based on like principles that you've chosen for yourself those are the questions nobody wants to ask themselves yeah because it's so much easier to rely on uh well what does the government say well what is that's not what i asked you (laughs) right you know, expected me in exactly. It's so hard to tune into yourself because mm-hmm. then you're faced with all of the shit, like yeah. all of your own demons and the mm-hmm. shit that you have to fix yeah. about yourself. And when you're in that space, it's like, oh my God, am I really like this? Oh shit. Mm-hmm. And it starts to make you feel bad. But if you're not in control of feeling bad, then you're going to keep going down that. And I think that's where a lot of people get lost at. Like that shadow work, you know, like, that oh look it's called shadow work for a reason right it's true. dark it's a dark it's a dark place. and you have to be able to bear that darkness but but as with every shadow a shadow is 
shadow. It's exactly. You need to know shadow. you're a shadow. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. shit follows you around. You have to know. I feel like you shouldn't be afraid of your shadow. You should where know your my shadow. shadow is on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and the shadow is the shadow. The shadow demands to be dealt with. The shadow is mm-hmm. our child self. Mm-hmm. Really, it's not going to go anywhere if you don't deal with it. It's that primordial part of our our soul that you know wanted to express itself when we were children Mm -hmm. but we didn't have the language to at the time so there there are a lot of things that uh, we have compartmentalized have swept by the wayside that when we come into our adulthood and really start to move through the world and interact with other people we start to feel the pangs that you know hit that inner child right that's trying to rationalize it but can't really so you have to like dig down grab that you know grab the hand of your younger self and pull that aspect of yourself into the light with you and you know push forward there there i definitely had a two period two year period i would say right just like del you know, head first into shadow work because I had a lot of trauma to unpack uh, from my childhood. And um, that came from a number of places. I'm a survivor in every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which is also why I chose uh, Black Lotus. It has a symbolic meaning for me as well. The lotus flower being a sign of rebirth and perseverance, you know, having to push through the mud to break through the surface and blossom in the light. Um, it's so it's so necessary and once you get the once you deal with the shadow work it's like it's it's a never-ending process i feel like too you know as we move through life we uncover more things about ourselves um but it becomes easier and also it you know you start to be able to like play with it a little more yeah like a template now like this looks like this i know exactly what that is and i know how to deal with it you know i've i've definitely dabbled uh but through more so through psychedelics like a lot a lot of people do psychedelics like around people like before this like I, I've, I've i've done like stuff around people but like i mainly use psychedelics like to figure stuff out mm-hmm. but like if if i if i'm like going through something like i'll take a bunch of shrooms <laughs> or or like like a tab or two and then like i'm, I'm gonna just I'm going to confront it. I'm going to, like, all the way, con- I, might, I might cry. I might go through the whole damn journey. But, like, the way that I look at psychedelics is, is, is just, like, you know, like, you know, like, as you grow and you experience stuff, it, it's, like it, it's like a test of fitness. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, like, this is who you are. Are you ready to confront that person? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Mm-hmm. You, you? You know, it's, like, Sometimes you gotta ask that question. You might be yeah. doing a bunch of stuff. You gotta like, it's like, who are you though? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? Like those kind of questions. And like a lot of people don't ask those questions. Mm-hmm. And for some people, like, you know, or at least for through me, like, or at least from me, I've I only started asking those questions after like I was introduced to something. So changed my perspective. Yeah, you know, and that sounds like such a, a like hippie thing to say. No, like, what's happening? Not. Like, no, what's really happening, man? It's 
Right, no, but it's like, what's going on for real? I had that experience during the chair meeting. And I was just sitting there for like two minutes straight. Like, I was still painting, you know. I'm still trying to like seem normal externally. Yeah. But on the inside, I was like, oh, 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 okay, that makes sense. Wow. So that's the answer to that. Now I was trying to like make like, you know, notes in my phone of every thought that I was having, but it was just happening too quickly. And I literally would not even be able to tell you verbally what it is that I was thinking that day, but I understand it. Like Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you can't you can't word stuff you right can't away. Word the experience, but there were literal words and I got it. Right. You should like well every everybody's different, but like try to capture that mm-hmm. uh, last year I the, there was like because any anytime like I really do psychedelics it'll it'll be like constantly doing the or like like pretty often mm-hmm. and the last time I did that I ended up like writing a book mm-hmm. uh, yeah. kind of like some poems it's it's, it's, it's kind of random it's pretty random but but like um I, I I thought it was interesting to like capture that. Yeah. You know, like and there was another time where like I was over Tara's house, um, and like we did tabs and it was like a party. It was a bunch of people and it's like I ended up just sitting in the corner and I like typed. I, I was I was just typing, but then I like read it and then like I saved this like years after like as a locked note on my computer because I I was just asking myself a bunch of questions. And then like answering those questions, and then like I reference that from time to time, just to like, wow. like it, it's like okay, like am I still this? Yeah. Like am I still this person? Mm. And then like if I ever feel like I'm not this person, then I need to, de- you, need to you know, and I, I, I need yeah. to I need to go figure it out. Yeah. Wow. That's- Can we talk about for one second? Yeah. How cool it is to go back and read your written work. Yeah. <laughs> painter but I'm also a poet oh, and to read my poetry from like 10 years ago it's like you know because we, you, when you write you see the logic and the thought process behind the written, the written work and you know some of my stuff I'm like thank god I evolved <laughs> yeah now perspectives definitely change but it's still good to go back through those things. Yeah, so you can see how much to witness the growth, your own personal growth and journey is like. And then remember all of the things that you were going through from that time up and like between and up until now. It's like okay, like, wow. So, so imagine that, but then having people come up to you like, "Hey, do that one that you did like eight years ago." <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Cause like I've I've I also really I don't really consider like myself like a poet or anything but like I I, I write I be rapping yeah. I be rapping I, I, I got I didn't did that for like over ten albums so I didn't said a lot Look, so like our poets okay with melody right yeah I I, I didn't said a lot so it it is like I don't know you know. But then, like, also, like, it, it, at least, like, and, like, I, I never really got into, like, just spoken word or anything like that. 
Like I've, I've seen some, like it, it don't click with me. Like I, I need beats, I'm, I'm, I'm a producer first. But like watching like, and, and kind of understanding that no one person can do the same thing the same way as anybody else. So everybody's gonna have their own style that they do something to see people like how how are you going and music music has kind of for a period in time become less about that but like i feel like now like it's slowly becoming more like a like all right like how like what makes you different you know it don't necessarily got to be like your lyric it could be your lyrics or it could just be the way that you approach a song the way that you you know like everybody can't be you yeah. You know, nobody could create anything that anybody else, even if they tried, don't be flawed. Yeah, some kind of way. For sure. Oh man, that's such a good, that's such a good, um, like perspective. I tell people this, like they have businesses where they. <laughs> <laughs> Why was there two of them? <laughs> My bad. I tell people this, I have been businesses where like they formulate or like they create things and stuff like that. Giving other people advice as advice or like, you know, just a, a, a look into like how, like what products that you use to produce a certain type of result. I could give you like the name down to the brand of the body, like the. Ain't gonna make what I make. You're not gonna make what I make, right. like literally. And um, I was telling someone this recently as well because, like, if you're a person that makes body butters, you we know what we use. I just want to know what you use, like, because what you use, I may not use for a specific reason. And then the person was like, "Oh no, because you can't be sharing your secrets with everybody, bro." I, I, I don't like using this H word. I hate that. In, in in the in in the black community mm-hmm. i only see that in the black community Yo, and i was just so confused because like when you formulate products like that you don't watched all the youtube videos i know all of these products already what are you actually hiding that i don't know about like nothing share, like share resources like you should want people to to also to, rise you should want to build exactly. other people up because my audience is probably not going to be your audience right. and that's okay like it's not a competition it's not a competition like the stage Yes, the market might be saturated, but the sage is still big enough. Right, let's collab. Don't don't come at me with no negative stuff. Like if you if you thinking that, let's collab. Don't don't do. You know? Literally, like you may only sell body butters, but I have a full apothecary. So how about your body butters? I'll hold mine. I still have oils and herbs and freaking. Sage and Palo Santos that you that we could collab on and and you know build a pop up shop and sell together. Mm-hmm. But people was just like, oh no, I can't let you into what I be using because you can't be letting everybody know. Like, no, that that's that, that's but, one of the least true things. The least true statement. You never know. We might have the same customer both buying the same amount of products. People could buy more than one thing. One <laughs> <laughs> person. Right. Okay, I got like five different brands of lotions. And then who's to say like the reasons that they chose that? They they like they might be tied to this one just because it was the only one. You do a new one, 
It looked different. They might like how that looked more. The packaging might be cuter. I might be attracted to that. You know, like I might have smelled it while you were vending somewhere and it smells better than the one I got at home. I might be attracted to that, you know, like, or even just the person that's selling the product. I like this person better than this CEO of this brand right. I usually be using. Like, I'm going to fuck with you from now on. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think, too, it's like, uh, and people have asked me this, you know, in my business. Well, are you afraid? Like, how do you navigate dealing with your competition? And, you know, my thing is, is I couldn't paint all of LA if I wanted to by myself. Exactly. It's hella stuff to paint. <laughs> like, if I had an apothecary, if I, you know, had a boutique or what have you, I couldn't sell my product to all the people. To everybody? Right? Like, no. So, there's, like you say, there's more than enough space. There's just this illusion of scarcity in the market that business owners may say, oh, well, I have to monopolize, you know, my corner of the market in order to reap you know maximum profit but that's not the case right. that's that's it that's uh, something that we tell ourselves right you know what actually works networking <laughs> when you make when you make deals with people instead of trying to like keep secrets and shut people out of stuff like that's really what working I'm with the community like either trading products or like you know i give a sample to you and you give a sample to me that's what i'm really excited about so that i can put other people on like okay well y'all go buy this person's body butter right. oh this person has yoni steams as well you know what i'm saying like oh we're collabing on a yoni steam that has because you can't put all of the herbs in one yoni steam like yeah, you can't do like the ultimate this is this is the thing this is the one thing i only sell one thing i am the best of this one thing like this person might have way like did not way better herbs but different herbs to add on to different results that you or they might have a different ratio literally like that's enough difference and you know? you know you could bring these two things together and give the best to your audience mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you never know you might have that one customer who has something specific going on with themselves and you need to tend to them differently than how you would everyone else you know so this don't look like that color it don't it it feel orange when I look up it's like it looks greenish. like a watery popsicle half of them colors is, is lies them, them is, is lies that that you know that is creamsicle a color creamsicle I've seen that like the orange have you heard that that song yeah have you heard that song by for real creamsicle it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not horrible but like it's like, dang, bro, you really wrote this. They're Pharrell and you wrote this. Hey, Pharrell got so many embarrassing lyrics, but like, we, we, we let him slide because, like, he's a genius. But, like, mm, it's definitely one of them songs where it's like, I get why this not on the album. It was supposed to go on um, In My Mind. Yeah. There were a bunch of, like, songs. I'm retired. Pharrell be uh yeah he 
Maybe for Maybe. He's one of the people that's just like, just do, just do your thing. Just, yep. keep, just keep existing and, and doing whatever. It's going to be cool. No matter what he start doing, it's, it's cool. That might change once I like personally know him, you know, but from not knowing him, the nigga's just a cool nigga. You know, crazy, lazy. I didn't ask y'all everything I wanted to ask. Technically. Whoop. Whoop. What you say, mate? What? What you say to me, bro? Words? Oh. Wow. Wow. What? But yeah, like, we don't gotta stop talking. I'm just saying that, like, in terms of, like, Oh. Oh. Satisfied the, 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 the length of, of, the, of the talk. <laughs> Y'all made it. This is really cool, I love the setup. This is really cool, And these pants really make me happy, and I don't even know why. I was looking at those. Is that a tie-dye? Yeah. Or is that a bleach? This like... is tie dye. So like for Ivan's birthday, I um I hate when I plan stuff out and then like it, it just don't go that way. So like I planned, I made those, I dyed a shirt and I printed uh like the same way, looking like that. And I printed um Dad loves Ivan, Mom loves Ivan on it. And I also got him a jacket that's that I printed that on. And I made a shirt for his mom too. <laughs> She claimed it is because she didn't see it. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's whatever. His party was, was, was tight, though. A lot of times I'll be planning, like, extra out stuff. And then it's just like, oh, damn, this don't work. That's the perks of having a creative parent. You get all the extras. Yeah. I'd just be wanting to do cute shit. All the macaroni uh, picture frames. You know. With the gold paint. Those, those is coming. The next, the next few, Jesus. the next few years is definitely gonna be a lot of them. You know, kids are neat. Neat are kids. What's one thing that you would say, like as an artist, influences your parenting style the most? Um, my desire to to. Mm. Um, just because I feel like the best thing about having a kid you get to experience life without any filters because like there's a bunch of stuff that like recently I, I, I like I asked him something that like I obviously was thinking about more than he processed right um, I asked him what to stop um and like I was just thinking, like, and I went on this whole spiral of like, how do you explain the word stop without using the word stop? Mm. You, you know, because any other word you would use is more complex than stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 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 just like trying to figure out like basic questions like that, mm-hmm. or and or just like asking him, because since he since he was, I've never talked to him as a baby. Like, from the moment he was born, like, that was one thing that me and his mom agreed on. It was just, like, 
Yeah, we gone. I've, I've constantly addressed a lot of stuff that is kind of like way over like his where okay, he's so supposed you to be. To him like yeah, and that has definitely come back on me because like okay. now he asks me certain things or we'll debate about stuff and and like he'll like if I'll say that like I for example I'll say that he's in trouble right, um, and then like he'll try to justify why he did certain things because he knows that if there's a reason and that there was a good enough reason he technically shouldn't be in trouble he, uh his birthday is march 30th i don't, I don't know what sign March Aries. Yeah. yeah, I'm tripping. Yeah, okay. He yeah. he definitely he definitely gonna talk. Wow. He gonna talk. He's definitely like made me question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I really love that. Yeah, Aries will do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that about him. Yeah. Woo. Biggest eye opener. And I feel like it's like that for every parent if they see it. A lot of parents don't care to look at it. They don't care to try to understand what their child's thing is. Just mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's like a whole frontier. Yeah. And there's no right way to do it. And then there's no right way to do it. And every decision you make will completely affect what happens. <laughs> it's like if you fuck up, it is completely your fault. Like... At all times. But it's like you you know this and you're aware of this and you're putting forth the effort to teach your kid things outside of just like, oh, stay out of adults' business or here's how you clean your room. Here's how you get A's in school. Um, Here's how you have good manners. Things like that, like human. Because I'm not perfect and Ivan's definitely seen like me react to certain things a certain way and it's like I could just sit there and let that build up mm-hmm. or like like the way that I handle it like that I, I, I'll be having panic attacks like I, I like break down like he's seen both me and his mom like completely break down mm-hmm. and like what I'll do in those situations is like I'll tell, I'll tell him like this is what happened I was feeling this is what made me get to that point this decision may not have been the best decision but I did this because of this this is how I feel and now you can tell me how that made you feel and a lot of times he'll, he'll tell me it's okay uh, there's been some times where like he, like if he's mad at me I, I tell him to just just let me, like you can tell me not right now you, you can tell me that like I'm, I'm just not ready I'm, I'm not ready to talk to you. you you can tell me that I would rather you do that than just go in your room and, and like slam the door or some shit you know and now he never does that like he gonna talk to me like if he feels a certain way he gonna say it I love that for better or for worse yeah here but like I gotta respect it yeah that's good did he ever tell me that like like, like, and, and I, I told him, like, at any point in time, he says that I'm scaring him. You know, like, no matter how upset I get, no matter how bad something was, that, you know, he says that, it's, you know, like, that's it. There'll be times where I'll tell him, like, I gotta remove myself from the situation, and I'll come back in like five minutes. Yeah. Separate. Yeah. Uh, 
and you know I don't know how that's gonna work out. Nah, you're teaching but, him how to manage his emotions. And that's yeah. A good thing. If if anything, he gonna know how to deal with shit. Yeah. In a very good way. Yeah. Yeah. And not use escapism. Right. And understand how it is that he's feeling on the inside. And like with parenting, I've definitely got into like some walls with that because like the other parent is like do the school stuff like not not like any any type of way but like you know always thinking about like is he meeting this this thing or you know always comparing like his mental growth process to like books and all this other stuff i'm just worried about like is he connecting with people yeah like how is he an actual person yeah like like what does he do around people like i started to learn he's really developed and it's because of like the interactions between me and his mom like early on in life he really seeks attention around other kids and like around other kids around other adults like he needs it like those are consequences that I have to live with because like he's he's seen he's been in situations where like we were not able to give him attention because we were arguing mm-hmm. or because there was, you, you, you know, and like, I can't erase that out of his mind. You know, like, there's a bunch of shit that like probably shouldn't, you know, a kid probably shouldn't be exposed to. Like, the only way to handle it is to deal with it or else they go internalize it forever. And then, yeah, yeah, and I ain't trying to have, I ain't trying to have no fuck up be my fault. So you can fuck up from your decision later on in life, whatever. But like, it ain't gonna be my fault. You may, yeah, you go, you go be able to talk to me. It ain't gonna never be no like. I couldn't talk to my parents. My parents didn't understand me. This is that like, never. See, that's. Where I always say, like, there are, you know, there there's being a mom, and then there's being a dad, but mm-hmm. then there's being a mother, and then there's being a father, like, very different. being a, a parent, just somebody that mm-hmm. had a baby, and then there's also, like, actually being a nurturer, like, someone yeah. who's very putting different. forth the effort to grow this person up. You know, to be an actual person and not just a robot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at least you're you're trying to not even trying, but you are doing like your absolute best, which is really all you could do. Better than what I've heard from most people, honestly. But I th- I think it comes from my mom giving me that kind of space. Like, I I've called my mom off like off acid. <laughs> you know, I, I, I talked talk to my mom about, for like two hours. So she started off panicking. She she was like, "What is what what's going on?" Because I I I called on some bullshit. I called I called like, "Mom, I think I'm about to die," and all this stuff. And like, <laughs> and then I explained to her, and then she started laughing. I was like, "All right, okay." And like she talked me down. You know, like. But she's always been the kind of parent that is like, if you go do something, I, I would rather you like if you get drunk at a party, I don't I don't want you to sneak in and not tell me that. It's like you're going to need somebody to take you home safely. So you're going to need to be comfortable enough with calling me. I'm not promoting you to go do it. But like if you do it, I want you to turn to me 
if you need help you know yeah like appreciate about that about my mom yeah i didn't like fraction cried a few times (laughs) throughout Few hours. It was good she's able to handle that. That's really good because, I mean, I don't know how old your mom is, but a lot of, like, you know, old school parents, like, they don't be knowing what to do. They be freaking out and be wanting to talk you away from it instead of talk you down. She changed. <laughs> she changed. Me, me and my sister put her through some shit. I was going to say, when I was younger, my mother was very straight. But in a way, she had to be because I rebelled a lot, um, especially when I got to high school. Um, and so the the boundaries and restrictions that, you know, I maybe had were because, you know, I was doing dumb things like skipping class and, you know, like being truant or whatever, fighting in school, you know. Um, but when I got older, our relationship definitely changed again. And uh, when I moved away to college, my mother was my biggest support system. Um, even, you know, with my artwork, she's always been so supportive in making sure that, at least as a parent, she provided avenues for me to express myself creatively and productively. And those lessons that she instilled in me as a child, I keep with those, keep those with me now today as I move through the world and you know even as I continue to evolve as and grow into my womanhood there's a lot to be said for womanhood black womanhood at that um and I feel so grateful that my mother who's the strongest black woman I know um has always been there to you know be a be a guiding force you know stern or you know strict when you know it's called for right you know she's definitely queen mother okay um but she's got the biggest heart and it's just like a mother's love there's nothing like it you know a father's love too like, i was definitely daddy's girl also um but uh, both are both are important when they both are really great and important when they care. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they definitely gotta care. They gotta care for sure. Mm. Definitely talk to some people that have not had the same upbringing as me, and like that that was almost like shocking for me at first because it's like like it, it's so it's so foreign to not have support, mm-hmm. you know, like for me. Mm-hmm. Like all right, that do what you want. Like go, go do that. You know, you interested in that? As long as you you try. What would I ask? Like my mom just uh, had a grant, had a scholarship. All right, I'll, I'll do. You know, I didn't really like it. So then I moved to LA, and she was like, okay. You know, you tried. You you did what I asked you. I ended up going back to college later on, but like you know, it, it was just like as long as you you give it a, a go. Like if it ain't for you, like she's always believed in me. Like she believed in me more than I believe in myself. High key. Um, like it, because it, it, I I didn't I didn't chose a path where like I gotta 
I gotta believe in myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like ain't nobody yeah, else. Right. Yeah. yeah. And doing any artist like also takes that path. And like that's a sometimes some parents can't deal with that. You, you know, like because they like that's such a foreign concept to a lot of people too. It's like you're gonna do something creative. <laughs> Like, when are you gonna actually do something serious? Like, right, and then, like that—that—that's—that's that's, that's such a stupid question because, like, the question should be: When's the last time you did something creative? When's the last time you did something you wanted to do? Do you like what you're doing? And effectually, the most successful people are the most creative. They're exactly. the ones that are able to problem solve and look at mm-hmm. things from a different perspective. You know, think right. outside the box, innovate. And everybody with money knows that you can't get like this level of money without without while working for someone else. Yeah, like you have to be your own boss to 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 do like the concept of, of like working. Like, like just doing the same thing more doesn't necessarily mean that you're better at doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know where I was going with that, but like, you. No, makes sense. Absolutely. 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 Well, as long as you're working for someone else, you're working towards someone else's vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes that's okay. Sometimes, Sometimes it's okay. not. Look, I learned, I learned so much when I worked with the city. Okay, I learned a lot about business. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked jobs where it had nothing to do with painting, but I learned how to relate with people, right? I learned how to negotiate. I learned how to talk with people. I learned how to find common ground with individuals where on paper, it's like, well, what do you have in common? Okay, I know how to seek those things out now, which is really good for business. Um, and as an artist, I feel like I really, I really, and this is, you know, just a hope and a dream of mine. I want to see more artists in this new generation um, be enterprisers as well. Yeah. Enterprise your artwork in a sense where you're not, and have it be like in home too. Um, there are definitely like avenues where you can outsource right and hire people to work with you but i definitely see the value in learning how to do as much for yourself as possible yeah because there may come a time where you know you you have to do it for yourself you know i mean to make ends meet you may not be afford to right you know I feel like you should always at least have the skills at least have the skills and the knowledge base so that if anything you know bottoms out with with your operation you know you can pick up pick up the pieces and pick up the slack and um, I feel like, you know, me, maybe me, perhaps I took a sort of like roundabout way of like starting my own business, you know, uh, when I came up or I would say like in my earlier 20s, um, you know, I was around a lot of people that went like head first into entrepreneurship, you know, and some of them have done really well. Some have, you know sort of like their business sort of bottomed out because there wasn't that skill set built into the foundation to make it resilient through the changes that inevitably will come um and you know i 
badass artists. Like, how dope would it be to just have like a bunch of like enterprising CEO artists, you know, that are completely in control of how their art is like, you know, shared with the world, monetized, whatever. I think it's shifting to that. It is. Um, Which kind of gets us paid topic have with NFTs. Yes, Um, NFTs. But like. In turn, in terms of of like technically what it means, it it's a full opportunity for like an artist to completely create a community, create a uh, create a whole economy based on based on your, you know, like. Like and in in reality, what you know, like that that could be like like people exchanging fucking JPEGs and, and and stuff like that. But like that's not what it's about. Like it's it's about like the ability for an artist. Like let, let's say like you you do a painting instead of selling the painting, or you make a song and instead of like putting out the song, you you you're like all right, well all of my fans could get access to 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 this song, and then you got a piece of this song forever. And like we can you can ver you can verify that it was you at that point in time and then as the artist like to me what the coolest thing about nfts are um is that like i can prove who was was were like early on supporting me so then i can give them stuff like i can like you can't lie about that like it's it's like once something's on the blockchain it's there it's it's public i can instantly prove like okay you got the first like free nft poster that that i that i was giving away I could, I could, all of a sudden, say that that gave you access to every show ever, and only I could prove who did this. You know, that was that was something that never existed. You know, like that wasn't verifiable or anything like that. And then when you sell an NFT or when you put something to market, you can also adjust the royalty rate. So anytime that 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 is shared after that, you get a percentage of that. Like, there's so many ways of, like, reclaiming, like, this whole notion of, like, is, like, is money, what's art, like, how do you share art, like, what does it mean to own art? It even fractionalized, like, royalties and, and stuff. Like, there's people experimenting with that in music, where, like, it's like, all right, you own this song, and you'll get every month, like, you get a part of that, the streaming revenue of that. Like, it's so many, so many different things that, that people could do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an exciting time to be yeah. in, in terms of technology, the bridges that we're building because of technology and how the art the arts community i mean like what you just said how that's just to me like i didn't know that about nfts in terms of um the owner of the nft can receive royalties from owning that 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 artwork but that's really cool to me because then it's like a true like co-op community right, right? where everybody is invested in 
the artist and their artwork in a new way that is just it's just unheard of it's unprecedented it's it's so new and it's so trippy to think about you know that little like voice in my head is like well what happens like if the internet you know shuts down and all of that just goes you know out the window too but i mean the way that society is set up i don't really see the internet being obsolete anytime soon if the, internet, if the, the reality is it would cost too much if the internet went down completely trillions of dollars lost that day like in in the seconds that because the, the, there's been times people lost millions and millions of dollars like it like google went out for a little bit last year uh no facebook went out and then um the people at facebook couldn't even access the building because all their access was tied through facebook so like you know when we get to being that reliant it's like okay well there obviously needs to be some kind of adjustment (laughs) you know but then when you think about it most of the stuff that you get you can either log in with your apple id your facebook id or your google id what if you can't access that yeah like you ever you ever got a new phone and then had to try to move all like to tie the like so at least with crypto wallets there there's like a um like sometimes they're tied to like an authenticator app okay and like google makes one of those right and many people make authenticated apps but like it's tied to the device you lose the device or you make another thing if you don't remember the specific code sometimes with google they make you click a button on the old device you can't do that you can't get everybody yeah and if you can't access the device even if you go into the store they can't retrieve that they can't do nothing they it's like a firewall exactly somebody need to physically click the phone like i've had to make whole different emails like because i lost access to the email like it's it's crazy We, we too reliant but like you, you know, like hopefully the internet don't go out. <laughs> it might happen. Though. Tragic. Yeah, more tragic than we think. For for, for something that that like, or at least I I was I, I don't know how old. I was alive. I heard like when it just started popping. Mm-hmm. Yes. Our generation was one of the first. Right. We had dial-up. Right. You could be on the phone and on that. Okay, so you know it. Did you, did you go through, you ain't, you ain't experienced the... the oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know. I didn't know it had a name. Y'all know, like, you know, y'all were older when it was happening. I was just watching and experiencing. Like, I remember, I remember when the new America Online would drop, like, the new updates and... It's like, all right, they got a new UI. It's going to look different now. Yeah, hours, days spent, spent on AIM and Yahoo Messenger. Now I don't even know how to send messages. Like, it's crazy. I used to spend so much time on there. Now I don't even know how to, like, send text messages. AIM don't even exist. I tried to log into my Tumblr. Yeah, it's dead. My AIM. Mm-hmm. It's dead. No. I had an SBCglobal.net. Oh, email. damn. That's long. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But it's wild because we were low-key, 
like when you think about it, uh, back like in the MySpace days, right? Everybody had like the cool wallpapers and the music. Mm-hmm. We, we, we were low key. Coding. I was about to say that. We were coding. We were coding. And nobody was looking at it. It was like a geeky thing. It's like you you got you got a drizzle on, on your on your site. Where where the code at? Where the, where the HTML at? Right. Exactly. Like this thing, like if you couldn't take the tag off your MySpace wallpaper, you weren't. You wouldn't know what you was doing. You had to have your own custom stuff. Like, like, like niggas would clown you for like it's like all right like you you couldn't take off the little thing yeah, you gotta take off the tag like come on now niggas gonna know you act if not yeah it, it was a time out of pocket pirated music live wire was like supreme yeah. it was and who would have really like we knew it was illegal but oh my gosh like that we were really pirating music like to think about it now it's like i was really we, we were sharing files though on each other Oh. Somebody oh bought it one time. Yeah. Yes. You know what <laughs> that is? That is I used to rip uh, music for my CDs that I bought. Oh, I had the best. Music. I used to do the same thing. It was it was a time. I used to be I used to be in school like like with LimeWire shit loading. Oh yeah. Like sitting in the corner. And then they would have like those those website blockers and you knew the code to get past the blocker on the website. I think for my school it was like myspace.com slash red or something like that and you could get to MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was ways. Plays. Everybody be on, on new grounds, like playing all the games on yeah. new grounds and shit. That it was a time. You like it's, it's crazy. What? You remember Winter Round? Mm. Oh my god. What's that? Oh my god. This it was this website where like that's how you see you ever see those videos of kids like trying to play like a game and then the scary I hated that that's what's around that's scarred me yeah that's what's around my brother man I will never I can't, I can't do it it's always the same fucking picture give me a different picture oh my god that shit my stepbrother and we're we're the same age but for him to scar me like that, like, why do you know about this? People be like, like right behind you. Oh, watch, 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 watch. Oh, why, why you, why you acting like that? Oh, just it's good. Just watch. Like, come on, why would you do this? That's what you get, and then you get and then you go actually try. So then you be so focused. <laughs> it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. I put myself through that though. Thankfully, nobody like made me do that. That was the stupidest thing because I did it in the dark. Oh my god! And like, like the way my mom's house is set up is like I was upstairs and then like, like she was gone for like the weekend. So like all of the downstairs lights was off. And then like as soon as that that came up, like I ran down the stairs. I fell down the stairs. Everything was dark. Like it, it was all bad. So like I will never play that kind of game again. <laughs> Can't do it. Oh my gosh. I'ma still get scared. Like just the fact that it that it pop up. 
that. You don't see that face. I got too much anxiety for that. Like, I don't have the emotional capacity for none of that. Don't catch me off guard with nothing. <laughs> Pictures, conversations. You must really not like me. Like, do not catch me. Oh my gosh, I'd be trying to tell people. You can't have someone in your life with, like, any level of anxiety and think that you could just, like, come up on with anything it could be conversation like a conversation about something that i may have like overthought about millions of times like don't do that to me hey that, that's definitely people people out here you can't just walk up on people you cannot i definitely learned that quick about like being out in california oh in la in general like you can't like people get uncomfortable you just walk up to it like i was gonna ask you a question that's crazy i'm trying to tell people la is the hood that's crazy all of la even up to beverly hills is the hood. Bel Air is the hood. Yeah, I don't no, care. people, people a certain way. Like people, people ready to pop off. For sure, because they, you know, they used to that. Like people coming up on you randomly. It could be a beautiful day. It could be raining outside. Somebody's gonna come up on you and rob you. <laughs> and it's, it's, you know, it's always interesting because you know, being from LA. This is all I knew growing up. Mm. So to hear the accounts of people that move here from out of state, and it's like, you know, I'm like, oh, you didn't know. Surprised. I'm like, yo, like, yes, LA is really about that life. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you get, my bad. You go. I'm sorry. No, that was the, that was, it really is that way. And, you know, based off, you could wear the wrong color in the wrong neighborhood. Yeah, that's crazy. It's still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 so, it's so confusing. Uh, you know in New York they don't even do that somebody told me in New York like they don't be tripping off colors like that it's more so like like who you know and exactly like where you're like where you're like which borough which yeah like from. like where exactly are you yeah what street not no colors which house? like oh you got on too much orange like, yeah like okay the, the I, I remember what I, what I was about to say like uh I feel like you could kind of be surprised, like if you're not from here. But like once you start thinking about like what here is, yeah. shouldn't be surprised. Because like even like there there's such a like a huge difference in like there's money right down the street all the time, no matter what part of LA you're in, and like. There's not a lot of places like that. And then, like, in every other state, like, this is broadcasted as the place where everybody got money. Yeah. You know, so, like, it's like you seeing it in the movies. You seeing, like, even if you're here, right, you're always, like, this life of luxury is always flashed in your face. Like, what what else What else would you do if you're in an environment where, where it's, like, the the opportunities that are put in front of you are very limited. Yeah. So it's like, I want that. I deserve that. They got that. You know, or if somebody around me figure out how to get it, you got that. So you know, like, not to justify it, but but like, it, what what do you expect when like you kind of engineer this? You know, like. The city set up for that. Mm-hmm. It's a byproduct of, of what we do here. The beaches, like, especially the 
the dramatization of Malibu of all places. That's a regular ass place. Everybody on the planet need to hear that. It's a reg also Nobu is a regular ass place. Oh my god. Like I've never been to like I literally only wanna go just because I've never been. Not because like it's fancy and shit like that. Like, oh I want a, a five star like no, I've I've just never been. I really wanna see yeah. what it's about because I know it's gonna be some regular LA shit. Like cool. I know it is. It's cool to have like to go travel for a meal. Yeah. That's nice. No matter where you at. It's like but and then it's hella pretty shit. Yeah, and it's nice to sit and watch the sunset like into Exactly. Water there's a reason. Like there's that. a reason that they could charge that much. But everything outside of the beach and the sunset is regular houses, regular people. In SoCal, we do have some beautiful beaches here, but as far as California is concerned, some of the most beautiful beaches are in Northern California. You can't tell people from from down here that. They have a lot of the best parks to me in North Northern state, California. The state parks. Yeah, state parks yeah. like. It's generally I've just only more been up green. there once. It, it's, it's nice. LA is a desert climate, technically. It's too flat out here. Yeah. And hot. Oh, yeah. But then it was cold as shit when I was up there. I don't like being cold. I like wearing jackets, but I don't like being cold. Yeah. It was too cold. I have family that is. They live in what? Not Modesto. Well, Modesto, too. But. That's way up there. Yeah, way, way up there. Like San Jose. Okay. San Jose. And um, me and my mom drove to San Jose. I was way younger. I was probably like nine or something. Drove to San Jose, and it just felt like a different place. Like, it, it didn't, it kind of felt like I was in California, but definitely like a more country, yeah. rural. Yeah. Yeah. Like, LA, California, like image that that leave quick. Like after, yeah. yeah. After you get inland a little bit, you know, it's like after you get past what is it, Thousand Oaks? Oh yeah. Some of these places look, look like a whole different state. Like you will not think you in like this whole California. Yeah, nah. Once you go towards like San Bernardino, it's like have we. Is this still yeah. as California? And it's not that far. That's that's the thing. Like, like, like you don't like, gotta like go that far. Gave up when you got out of L.A. County. Yeah. Like, oh my. It definitely you can you can see like the glitz start to slowly dissipate the further in that direction you go. Oh my god! And I lived out there for like four years, and I was just like, wow. So this is why when everybody's family goes broke, they give up them houses and move to San Bernardino. Okay. <laughs> my mom bought a home up in uh, the Antelope Valley right outside of Palmdale. Oh, man. It's a town called Little Rock. Mm -hmm. okay. When she first told me we were moving to, to Little Rock. Like, are you like, Arkansas? Hi, Mike. Can we talk about that? Arkansas? And even that, you know, it's still technically uh, in Los Angeles County, which is so good. Which is wild. Yeah, which is really wild. Moving here, that that whole the what's LA County was not. That's oh yeah, confusing as hell. Yeah, I I be heavy on that. I mean, like I still like yeah, LA is LA, but like 
That shit ain't in LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for the uh, LA version of Sorry Not Sorry to come out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it's hard kind of explaining. Like, when you get friends that come visit from out of town, right, that have maybe been here for the first time or a couple times before, and you, okay, so, like, where exactly are you at? I'm in L.A. What street are you on, bro? Like, give me your cross streets. Give me the whole, the whole concept of telling people cross streets, I had to really adjust to that. Like, it's like, what? Just tell me the place. Like, oh, I'm at this and it. Yeah. How am I supposed to know that? How am I supposed to know where that is? You can always tell when somebody's really from LA. You ask them where they grew up. Mm-hmm. Or what's your last name? Okay, word. I know where that's at. Or like, oh, what's your last name? So I can make sure that we're not related. Like, are you my? Co- what's your last? Okay. Yeah, that's that's so weird. Like coming out here. Like in Pasadena, I know if your last the word name is freeway true. is yeah. Is weird. What do you, wait? What what do you? I've heard that before. I was calling them interstate. All interstate. My life. Interstate. See, that's the correct term. It, it is, is interstate five, but we say interstate or highway. Highway. Say the five freeway, the four or five freeway, the one ten freeway. Yeah. In other states, that shit ain't even free. <laughs> the traffic makes it very not free. <laughs> a lot of these places you pay pay tolls, so so maybe that's where the the freeway thing comes from. It's like summer free. The fast track is relatively new though, too. Yeah, I feel like people who call it the freeway have been here for over ten years. The fast track is like within the last eight years, I want to say. Hmm. But that's relatively new for us paying the toll, but it's just you know so out here. But they, we yeah, was paying tolls in Chicago and in yeah, Florida. Over there, they they we was told up. Really? You gotta have the quarters because like I, I lived in. Well, so like in, in, at least in Chicago, we had a thing. I forgot what it was called. It's kind of like that little box that we got out here. I think it was called like the iPass or, or some shit. And and like. You could either buy that and pay monthly, and if you worked in Chicago, like my mom worked in Chicago, so like she would have to use that or take the train, um, or you would have to. It, it was like seventy-five cents, like each way into and out of the city. Right. Exactly. Or else you could not go to work. Like everybody needed quarters and and stuff like that. Like that was the, that was the thing. Like making sure we had change for the. Yeah, I can't see how that would ever fly in LA with the amount of traffic. Don't you buy it from like yeah. Costco or something? The 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 fast track. Yeah, fast track. I don't have. We had to get them oh. at the DMV back the DMV. In, at least in Illinois. Huh. Okay, I heard yeah. that you can buy them at like Costco and pay it there. You can buy everything at Costco now. Got, Literally, you can buy your whole life at Costco. Costco. <laughs> but I heard like that card can mess up your credit quick. Really, the Costco credit card, like if you credit like, cards you know, in general, can mess with your credit yeah. card. But I'm just like, damn, I'm shopping for like the so deals, crazy. like what the heck? Like, but this, the bundles, this is crazy. <laughs> I could get this and this many of these <laughs> for this much, for this many, okay. And then the crazy thing is that it'd be the same shit you'd be buying at the other stores, but yep. it's just like it's branded different differently. Price. Yep. 
I just had a flashback at peak COVID times. Flashback. <laughs> Costco like was packed. Still yeah. packed. Costco always be packed. It's crazy. Like, even pre-COVID. Like, staying in LA, shit is going to always be packed. Yeah. And they were like, oh, the lines are really long in the stores. When are we fighting over the toilet line? paper? Like, and fighting over toilet That was happening in real life? Yeah. Here? Yeah, yeah. I I heard about it, but no. like, <laughs> I, I had never experienced it because I was I was like, I, why well, I need that much toilet Man, paper? I was yeah, working wow. security at Smart and Final, and those lines were extremely long. It was always people catching attitudes with me because we had to put a capacity in the amount of people mm. that had to that were allowed people to was get getting the store. Mad back then. Yeah. yeah, like mm. bro, I don't make these rules. Right. Yeah. Like, there's a camera literally right above my head. Like, you're tripping. Mm-hmm. And it's people coming. When I, yo. First off, when you're a security guard, some clients understand your job duty and your job limits. Right. Mm-hmm. right? I'm not a police officer. I'm not authorized to run after people that are stealing out of the store. I'm not even authorized to touch people with my finger. I'm definitely not authorized to hug people. None of that. I can't yell at you. Talk at you crazy. I got to give you good customer service like a regular employee. Right. Mm -hmm. So there was one day these two men came into the store and stole like two cases of beers. Middle of COVID lines long as shit. Right. So I'm watching them walk out the door because, again, this is my job to observe and then report, not observe, chase and then write a report about it (laughs) like observe and report so i'm watching them as they're walking out the store and the manager of the smarter finals like walking past me like looking at me like what you want me to do man like are you going to run after them people on camera that's technically not my job that's not my and it's not hers either like what you that's i I never understood why people be taking them jobs so seriously like you get this shipment back next week right and then they they already they already factored this in as a business and then they they get they got insurance they get money back on on these things they factor in all the losses i just don't get it like when i used to work at lowe's like it was it was like we would see people stealing like you know i could report you but like technically this ain't my money no. you're not stealing from me and it ain't that deep because and then it's not my job break. all that i'm allowed to do is call loss prevention so they could come look at you yeah they can't even touch you by the time i do that you gonna be gone <laughs> so like <laughs> do i care enough to do that it's like if you was the way that i look at it if you're gonna steal you probably need that so like whether you're gonna sell it or do whatever whatever your intentions were you were at the point where you because you you obviously had to go through something yeah. to make this decision all right i'm about to i'm about to steal this yeah you know that takes a lot mm-hmm. so like if you're gonna do that then especially if this ain't if this ain't my store yeah. no if it was my store maybe i, I would you know yeah. But like if it's an independently owned store, yeah, then it's different. Such a broad business like Smart and Final or Bristol Farms, right? Like, but in that situation, I would be like, bro, you could go up the street, go do this same thing up the street, yeah, 